The Holy Gospel for this day is from Mark chapter 1, beginning at verse 29. As soon as Jesus and the disciples left the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law was in bed with a fever, and they told him about her at once. He came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sunset, they brought to him all who were sick or possessed with demons. And the whole city was gathered around the door. And he cured many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. In the morning, while it was still very dark, he got up and went out to a deserted place, and there he prayed. And Simon and his companions hunted for him. When they found him, they said to him, Everyone is searching for you. He answered, Let us go on to the neighboring towns, so that I may proclaim the message there also. For that is what I came out to do. And he went throughout Galilee, proclaiming the message in their synagogues and casting out demons. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. <clears throat> Grace to all of you and peace from God, our Creator, and from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Great and glorious God, we praise you for this time in our week, this holy moment to breathe deeply, to be still, to open our hearts, to receive your word and your spirit, to reach out our hands to receive the bread and the wine of communion, your very presence, which becomes part of us. And then we take seriously your command that we are to be the body of Christ in the world and in the week ahead. Help us to be your presence, to speak on your behalf, and to serve the world around us. But thank you for this moment, O oh Lord. Speak to us now. In your holy and blessed name we pray. Amen. Today our gospel lesson takes us to a little town called Capernaum. It's on the northwest shore of the Sea of Galilee, a lake, really, that is smaller than Lake Washington. We're on the shore of Galilee in this little village, and Jesus, with his disciples, goes to Simon Peter's house, where Simon Peter's mother-in-law is ill with a fever. She is healed by Jesus. That home of Simon Peter, surprisingly, is still there. You can go visit it. At least the foundation is still there. In subsequent decades and centuries, it became a place of worship. It was a place where this miracle happened, where Jesus reached out and held the hand of this sick woman. Jesus had been in this little town of Capernaum for a number of weeks. It was a little town that is being excavated today, and we estimate a few hundred people live there, a small town, and Jesus began his ministry right there. We're in chapter 1 of Mark. So this is like the first place where he goes to proclaim this message. It's just down the hillside from where the Beatitudes were preached. Blessed are the poor in spirit. There in Capernaum, he begins not only healing people 
not only casting out demons, but also healing the community. He changes the character of that town. We should remember, and we often forget this, that Jesus came not just to save and to heal individuals. Jesus came to save and to heal communities of people. We live in such an individualistic society that we have turned our religion into only a personal relationship with Jesus. It is much more than that. Jesus, if you read carefully the New Testament, is always about the business of creating a community of people that love and care for one another, and that's what was happening in this little town called Capernaum. Jesus knew very well that maybe our deepest human yearning is that we have a community of people who care about us and we about them. And if you think about your own life, I suspect it is true that at the very core of your being is a desire to belong, to be connected with a group of other people who accept you and love you just as you are, who celebrate your strengths and do not criticize your weaknesses. They simply care about you. It's that kind of community that he creates in Capernaum. I hope and I pray that somewhere in your life you have or you will experience such a community. Maybe, maybe it was with your family that you experienced a place where you could cry and laugh, be strong, be weak, a place where you knew you belonged. Maybe it was on some team that you experienced in the past. Maybe this healed community, this Christ community, this functional community was a group of friends from college that you keep up with even to this day. How many of us 20 years later meet with our college friends and we pick up right where we left off because we trusted each other? Maybe it's in a work group. Maybe your work situation is so wonderful that you really trust the people that are on your team. Maybe it's your neighborhood. Maybe it's your church. I hope it's your church. It is our deepest yearning, a place where we can belong. Creating such places of belonging is a major part of Jesus' ministry. As I said, not just saving individuals, but creating communities of compassion and justice, AJS. Okay? We take very seriously that part of Jesus' mission, and we incorporated it directly into our church mission statement, which many of you have heard before. We print it every week in our bulletin. It goes like this. It starts out with the word we. We are in this together. It's not just about individuals getting related to God and going to heaven after we die. It's about us together living out the mission that God has for us right here, right now. We are called by the Holy Spirit to do two big things. One, proclaim. The other, embody. The compassionate, challenging, inclusive love of God revealed in Jesus. To proclaim and to embody. To embody means you create that community to make a little Capernaum right here. Maybe we should call ourselves Holy Capernaum Lutheran Church. <laughs> right here, a place where you feel safe. 
I hope you feel safe here. And I hope you can cry here. I hope you can be vulnerable here. And I hope you can be strong here. I hope you can find your destiny in a group of people that are wonderful. We pastors have the benefit of knowing almost everyone in the church. I say almost because it's a really big church now. And it's like, you're really nice people, really nice people. We've got this connection. We want to make this connection this way more and more. That's why Lenten small groups are so important for you to get to know each other and to find a community of support as you move through life. That is exactly what we're called to do. Just as the people in Capernaum were feeling that, feeling those connections just where they belonged, with Jesus at the center and his mission and ministry, his preaching, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the peacemakers, just then, Jesus disappears. And he goes off to pray. And in the text, it says, and this is a really revealing word, it said the disciples hunted for him. I mean, it didn't say go look for him. It's like, where is he? Where is he? It's like They're frantic trying to get to him because they think he has to be there in their community to keep it all together, to keep this holy, functional, saved Christ community together. And he says, surprisingly, no, it's time for us to leave. They have heard the word. My spirit will be with them. They have a circle of support. It's time for us now to go to other towns and other communities to build such communities of compassion and justice and support. And we at Holy Spirit Lutheran Church have incorporated that move also into our mission statement. For Jesus was very wise because if we only had the mission of creating a loving community right here of people who belong to each other, know each other, love each other, it is so easy to create a circle that is closed, a circle that becomes a clique, a circle that becomes exclusive. And so Jesus was teaching his disciples and all of us today that the circle of community needs to always have an opening. It always needs to be open to the outside, to learn from the outside and to welcome others in. And so we have incorporated that into our mission statement as well. As I said, we are to embody the compassionate love of God right here. I wish I could hug you all. So this is, we create a community here and we care about each other and we work to do that. But we also have the word in there, proclaim. To embody, to proclaim is an outward word. It goes out into the world. That's why Epiphany, we have people like Russ here to tell us about ministry out in the world. Jesus is always creating communities with an open circle. I saw our mission statement acted out in the narthex one Sunday a few years ago. I've shared this metaphor illustration with you before. It's worth repeating. 
there was a group of seven or eight of our church members in the narthex. That's the lobby <laughs> out here. And they formed a circle with their shoulders. They were all kind of talking to each other, laughing, catching up from the week. How are you? There was a hug. Someone must have had something wonderful happen because they were hugging one person. And, and you could tell that they had been away from each other for a while and then they were together. And it's like, it's like, ah, I feel connected. And I thought, yeah, that's the embodied part of our mission. A visitor came in the front doors, someone I'd never met before, brand new to the church, first time up the steps. And of course, as visitors often do, they take a step or two in and they kind of look around, all that's going on. And there was one woman in that circle who simply moved her shoulders like this to recognize the presence of this other person. The rest of the circle noticed that body language and also just opened a little bit and they welcomed that visitor into their group. And I thought to myself, there it is. There's our mission statement right there, right in this little microcosm. And I thought, that is Jesus' mission to do exactly the same, create this community of love that's open to the other. That mission, that microcosm, is as big as this world. And every level down to our narthex. That's our calling. That's our mission. Jesus would be smiling. Amen. Let us pray. Great and glorious God, we praise you for the privilege we have of going to work for your mission to build communities of kindness, compassion, justice, and peace and to make sure those circles of support are always open to the other, always learning from the world, always supportive of one another. In Jesus' holy and most blessed name we pray. Amen.